Welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology and founder of Reyna Movement, an organization that teaches people tools to slow the motion of their lives and reconnect to their bodies. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing by connecting to their bodies through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second to the last episode of this season of What Moves Us. This is your host, Natalie Reyna. And as always, I'm super excited to bring you another story of an ordinary person finding extraordinary healing through movement. Today, we have Garrett Masumia, a calisthenics and handstand practitioner who was born and raised on the west side of Los Angeles. Because of his active environment, Garrett has always lived an active lifestyle, which varied from biking around, playing organized sports such as basketball, and going to the gym. After high school, Garrett attended UCI and upon his return to Los Angeles, discovered a huge love for calisthenics and the Venice calisthenics community. Currently, Garrett is working on a handstand a day for the year of 2023 and always pushing to achieve many other movement goals. Garrett is a dedicated athlete and one of the most mindful practitioners of calisthenics that I know. He is inclusive, calm as a palm, and encourages those around him to practice at the level that they feel good about. So let's welcome Garrett. I'm here today with Garrett Matsumiya, and I'm super excited to jump into his story. So Garrett, welcome to What Moves Us. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, Thank you for coming on. Just a little background for people who are listening. Garrett is coming on very last minute because I had somebody drop on me. So I'm very appreciative to you for waking up early and doing this with me. (laughs) Oh, of course. Of course. Yay. I usually like to start by asking people if they have something that they like to do to ground themselves before they like start a movement practice. And so I'm curious for you, if you have anything that you like to do before you start your training. I mean, in general, like, you know, where we usually hang out at, it's just getting to the beach. Mm. So whether that's hopping on the bike to get over there, which is like the usual mode to get to the beach, I feel like that's just its own like little way to warm up and just start to get outside, you know, and just being at the beach of itself, right? When we get there, we're taking off our shoes Mm. and just getting ready to be present at the beach. So like that in of itself is just, you know, that's like the usual little get down. Right. Yeah. No, that's so beautiful. And like, has that and has that has that been like an intentional grounding or would you say that like kind of came with like came to you over time as you were going to the beach that came over time for sure because I used to work out a lot with some friends like very close friends at the beach and we usually wouldn't even take off our shoes like we'd meet up bike over there work out chill for a little and then just you know scoot out so Mm -hmm. For sure, it's come over time just to like really embrace the beach, be there, take off your shoes, go in the sand, maybe even go in the water. So, Mm. yeah, it's been like an evolution of kind of just experiencing Venice and the beach just more in totality, I guess. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so like taking the shoes off, like what does that like mean for you? What does it represent? 
don't know if it's it just like you're at the beach. So mm. just, you know, be there. Like if you got to like unplug and you have to go to the bathroom or something, then you need to re-put your shoes on and like kind of, you know, check out for a minute. So yeah, I don't know if, you know, it's just like the general practice, like, you know, where we throw all of our bags and stuff, you see everybody's shoes. And I feel like it's like, almost like going into someone's home like all the shoes are at the mm. front door right right so when we get to the spot it's like you're kind of tapping in with people and like kind of getting ready to train in whatever you know your intention is for that session right so yeah yeah I don't think it's like super uh intentional but I feel like most of uh most of us who train there that's just like what we become a practice right Right. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. It's like a great grounding practice. And I actually did that with a client the other day, like she was feeling very dysregulated. And I was like, do you want to take a barefoot walk in the grass? And she was like, yes. And I was like, let's do it. So, um, so for anybody who's listening, you know, go take your shoes off, go get outside, feel the sand, feel the grass, feel whatever. I like to walk on cement. It's weird. <laughs> but, um, yay. Cool. Well, thank you for yeah. sharing. And- Just watch out for bees though, if you're at the park on the yeah. grass right. one lady stepped on a bee she was like i'm grounding and then, yeah <gasps> oh no yeah wise words from garrett look out for bees if you're grounding barefoot <laughs> um cool well thank you and um can you give us just like a little bit about your background like where did you grow up like what was that like for you i know i'm like i know but we gotta let the people know <laughs> yeah so i grew up in like Venice Marina area, like born and raised. I think I was born in Santa Monica Hospital. So I just been like a West Side baby forever. I went to a uh, college in Orange County. So I like I'd never been super far for like more than a little trip. So yeah, super just loving the West Side forever. Hopefully like travel a bit, but you know, be yeah. here for forever. Yeah, totally. Um, And what was it like for you growing up in like on the West Side? I mean, I guess I don't, you know, I don't know anything else, but the weather was good. Like my friends live close by, so we'll just bike to each other's houses, like ditch Venice High, go to the canals and like be at the beach. So, I mean, it's like paradise, right? Like LA has its kind of ups and downs and you have to deal with some a little bit of hecticness but I feel like that's what makes it like vibrant like there's a little bit of everything so just like the diversity everything is just the best yeah totally and like hecticness in like what way uh well you know just traffic a lot of different people like especially right now I guess when you're just like in the streets or something there's like some volatile people roaming around so you kind of just don't know what to expect and in a good way you may just meet people from anywhere in the world you know doing interesting things so it's hectic in a variety of ways but like I don't know anything else so I'm cool with it (laughs) like I love going to Venice I love being on the boardwalk so yeah it might be a little overstimulating sometimes but it's cool yeah but it's like good energy it's like a lot of people moving and doing cool stuff um And so it sounds kind of like movement has been kind of part of your life from a young age. Like you were talking about bike riding. Um, Can you talk about a little bit? Yeah. Like the, what, what did movement look like for you? Like while you were growing up? 
I mean, growing up, I'm just running around. I have an older brother and older sister. So, like, just running around the house. We all played basketball. Uh, my brother tried baseball. But, like, I was running around all their practices when I was too young to be playing. Hmm. And then we all played basketball growing up. A couple, like, sports at the high. So, it's always been, you know, sports has always been something my whole family all my siblings we've always done okay and then getting towards high school I guess I picked up working out weight training going to the gym and that was great and then I kind of transitioned from that type of exercise and like not playing sports like after high school I quit playing basketball so I would just work out for pleasure you know to stay strong and then that kind of dipped into all the body weight training and the calisthenics right okay so it's just kind of been a journey of you know just training in ways that are you know are fulfilling and I guess whatever community comes around it too so it's just like a natural shift out of team sports you know right to the gym and then the gym wasn't exactly it yeah. So coming back home after college and everything and just being at the beach more really like kind of opened up that avenue to just train outside and to kind of find a community of people who just like to be in the sun and find ways to work out without, you know, a lot of equipment. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I really like what you said about moving towards something that like feels fulfilling because I think there's a lot of ways that people like look at working out or look at like needing to move their bodies and it they think like oh I have to go to the gym and I have to like lift weights or I have to do this or I have to whatever but like finding the ways that you you can move that like feel good for you are like really important and will keep you doing it (laughs) yeah I think that's really the key because I mean you know Jerry right Mm -hmm. he's 85 and like he's one of the OGs in Venice right and his thing is mostly the weights but He's been someone who is just in love with working out and has, you know, persevered over time when a lot of his peers have passed on now. Right. So he's really like the prime example of just you just got to find something you kind of love to do. So it's not it doesn't feel like that kind of obligation. It's like a privilege. Right. To Mm -hmm. like do and move because some people, you know, they don't have that luxury to be able to run or to handstand and stuff so I feel like it's really just a privilege so if you're able to do it and you love it I feel like it's almost like it's honoring yourself but also for all the people who maybe can't do it it's like you know why don't you take advantage of the things you Mm -hmm. can do and like experience your body you know be in tune with it and like I feel like as everyone that we kind of know and work out with like that's our thing right Yeah, totally. No, um, that's awesome. That's like a really like nice perspective to think about it. Like we can experience it. So like we should, we should try to like find the ways that we like feel good in our bodies and yeah. And can use that to connect with community. And there's, there's like something for everybody, right? You just kind of have to find it. It could be walking around. Some people is more intense. They want to bike ride 50 miles. Like you could do whatever kind of. Right. Yeah. Captures you. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And so I kind of want to pull it back for a second. Um, 
because you said that your siblings were like really involved with movement. What about like your parents? Like where, where did the kind of movement aspect of yourself? Well, we got signed up for sports, right? Like, right. So I come from like my two parents, three kids. We're all like three years apart. Okay. So I think we had to, we had to stay busy too. Like <laughs> send them to practice. Right. Get them but, out of the uh, house. <laughs> yeah. So I think my dad did play sports. My mom claims she played tennis back in the day. So she probably did. Okay. But they weren't super big on, you know, the workouts or anything like that. But they definitely like gave us all these options and things to do. And we were, you know, always given the chance to go. And then obviously we're just driving everywhere. Three practices, three games on the weekend. So gosh. You know, so we were just definitely given that outlet and like kind of just, you know, busy running around with everybody's stuff. So I would say just kind of giving those options. And then I guess at some point we all like love basketball or whatever sport we were doing. So that kind of kept like, you know, gave us an outlet from like elementary school through high school. Right. So just to kind of be, especially in the like the team structure, because we played in like kind of local Venice leagues where sometimes your team, uh-huh. you would stay with this group, you know, some kids would come and go, but like you may have like a core group of friends throughout the years. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. You know, to have that community, a lot of people I'm still friends with. So that we played basketball. With, so that was just, I feel like just being in sports and being active. And then if you take it to like, semi-competitive level even just playing in high school that you kind of build that camaraderie and then you know training to be in shape for the sport conditioning and all those things kind of like enter your realm so I feel like once you kind of establish those habits Mm. for me personally it's like something you want to sustain it doesn't have to look like that exactly you can kind of take some of the drills some of the things you love even just shooting hoops right like we could do that at any park but that kind of stays with you and then like we were talking about kind of just evolving and flowing into what may be fulfilling or really just give you joy you know exploring new things and new ways to move yeah yeah definitely and it seems like so did you have like that awareness when you were in high school like oh yeah I'm like you know making friends that are going to like last a lifetime. Like, did you feel like you had that kind of self-awareness or like I'm building the, the, or I'm building the structure for like this, these kind of habits or was that kind of, you know what? I don't know. Like it really depends because some of your people, like you're on the sports teams with and stuff. I mean, I feel like sometimes you think like these are your people forever and then the circles drift, you know? So it's hard to say that, but definitely like, starting to go to the gym and stuff the mentality was probably a little different because it's like get stronger for the sports mm. and in my younger days sometimes like the weightlifting mentality sometimes is like more 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 mm. so it's like lift more eat more get bigger and that mentality over time for me had shifted so okay. like that was it's like it's kind of like arbitrary goals right but they're different for each person sure so kind of shifting from that to like the body weight training and the goals just being more to to move and then maybe you're taking on the handstand or you're taking on pull-ups or different things but you're just trying to 
refine those skills over time. Right. So it's kind of different to have the goal that's not in like some sort of quantity, but in kind of just quality and then moving your own body, right? Which is a different experience for everybody. Some people are tall, short, big, thin. Right. So, you know, it's very personal to yeah. do it that way, I think. Right. Yeah. And it kind of comes back to like what you were saying earlier about like being able to tune into your own body and to be able to listen yeah. to your own body because literally everyone's yeah. different. <laughs> and you know, that's something like I feel when you're, when I was like super young, we're running around or playing sports and I don't know that that mind body connection like was very conscious. Mm. I feel like over time, like especially lifting weights really did help to build like a mind muscle connection in a way. Sure. Because you're doing, I think some of those isolated movements with like the external load, they really do like help you tap in, in a way. Right. But taking it more to like, just moving your body and hanging from a bar and holding yourself up on the parallel bars, like different things like that. It's very different because the movements aren't, nothing's necessarily super isolated, right? Because you're just positioning your body. So I feel like from that perspective, it's just more holistic. Yeah, definitely. Was there a time when you kind of noticed the mind body connection or like, was that kind of always there or like, I think the weightlifting really like started to tap into something where like, you know, you're working a certain part in a way. Okay. But I would say for me personally, like, you could do the pull-ups, you could do the lunges and they're like, you know, activating certain parts of your body right? that are great. But I think the handstand is the one that really just got me because it's not just about the mind body connection, but your connection to your space mm. and your spatial awareness when you move from being on your feet to your hands was just so interesting. And I felt like I started training them kind of in adulthood. So doing something novel, I feel like really was intriguing. And one of the, like one of the biggest things that kind of gave me that uh, mental stimulation, like, you know, something new. Right. So I, I feel like that having like experiencing that kind of feeling was really like kind of groundbreaking for me, like as far as training goes that like, oh, you could follow this other, go down this rabbit hole that's not super familiar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you could talk about that a little bit, like how you started getting into handstands because you finished college, you were doing all the weightlifting. You, it sounds like maybe, I mean, obviously you liked moving, but maybe not like in that way. And so you start coming out to, the beach out to Venice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I always had a few friends who loved to work out at the beach. So like the OG workouts would be meeting up with the homies and then we bike to the beach, go to Santa Monica, climb the ropes, do pull-ups, push-ups, whatever, and then maybe burn one and then leave. Right. Right. So that, that was kind of the routine and the evolution is kind of around being around the bars more. And just seeing like, okay, so what's next? Like pull-ups, push-ups, they're only entertaining for so long, right? Right. So amongst like the calisthenics exercises, there's kind of some basic things 
like handstands, front levers, planche, these kind of like long-term goals and moves, right? Right. So first was like the muscle up. And that's like the thing that draws, especially most guys, right? Yeah, totally. The <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to get over that bar. Yes. So that's like kind of like the gateway goal. Mm. And then once that unlocks, then I think people are just following what they think is cool, right? Right. But for, but for handstands, that was like the last thing. Oh. Last thing that kind of came on my radar. And then I don't know if you know BB and Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we were just yeah like one summer we're just like we're just gonna do it like why not you know okay so we're just like jumping up and falling down a million times yeah and then eventually something clicked you know but yeah it was just kind of a the like really close homies and we're just like let's just do it you know and then gradually I think everyone's bringing everybody along right because you want people to kind of experience that feeling Right. So I feel like within the whole community, it's just gonna gonna spread to those when they're ready to try, right? right? And we yeah. have like enough friends that are knowledgeable to like kind of, you know, yeah. help spread that in a safe way. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you go out and it's like everyone's doing handstands, and it's like, well, I want to do a handstand. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be a part of the squad. You know. Like- yeah. And that's the thing. I guess at some points, it's like uh. It's- intimidating you think oh that's not for me and that was like mm-hmm. initially like oh I just thought like that's just not something I really even care to do right at the time it's like I know I'd rather work out to like I guess be strong was like the idea so that wasn't necessary but in like doing it it's a balance of balance and strength and so many things and just like taking the risk to like be upside down right mm-hmm. so all those things combined it's become like for me like the most interesting thing right so, yeah so yeah it's kind of funny how that goes yeah yeah it is funny and it's cool to hear you like kind of talking about like the background and getting into it because I I mean I met you at a point where like I mean you're even more incredible than you were when I met you and you were incredible back then so like um I remember having a conversation with you where I was like you know I'm trying to learn this handstand it's really hard but I realized like if I really pay attention like I do better and you were like yeah so then like that's what you have to do it's like it's a yeah. very like mindful and kind of present like um moment like you can't be thinking about anything else like you have to be engaging and thinking about your body and what you're feeling and yeah oh yeah I think that's like kind of the biggest thing about I guess sometimes handstands versus some of the other type of like training that could get towards more of like a cardio or just like almost one-dimensional like strength Hmm. movements where it's like you have to really uh, stay present and I feel like the handstands pretty accessible like over time depending on the person and the level right totally but I feel like it's overall like pretty accessible like a front lever and planche could really be like a long journey sure and maybe not everyone's like destined to you know (laughs) take on that task but I feel like the handstand's one of those things that like when you're stacked up if you could reach that line then it's very attainable right like it's at that point it's it's balanced so it's like how can we get our shoulders and hips aligned mm-hmm. and there's like varying ways of difficulty to do that right but if you can kind of jump and get yourself in the right spot I feel like it's very attainable yeah definitely and I'm curious like 
Was there anything in your personal life already that was kind of like moving you towards mindfulness or like, how did you kind of come to that? Like awareness? I know you talked about the mind body connection, like with working out, but like, was there anything else that kind of was like teaching you that or. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't say for sure. Okay. Like that anything would make me more mindful per se, but I guess just like, trying to be present like I guess I do I did help out a lot of my older family members in my like mid to late 20s just helping them with everyday errands grocery store and all these things where actually like being physically able was extremely valuable Mm. to just help people do their tasks to get my aunts to appointments and all these things and then also being with older people a lot it's like just the patience aspect because like we're always running around trying to do things quickly right and like that's really not even an option and to be fair it's like just the different paces of life like there's no rush when Mm. you're retired and like 100 years old right so that was probably a big perspective shift rather than being around a lot of peers who are moving quickly Mm. spending a lot of time with people who have to move a little slower and a little more carefully sure so like the whole pace in interacting with my family members that were older was just a whole different pace and perspective on everything Mm. so I think that could definitely have played a role although they weren't saying nothing about handstands I think it probably did kind of line up to just Mm. being present and not rushing Right, right. But sometimes yeah. the workouts, like you're trying to get your heart rate up and you're trying to do multiple things back to back. So there's like a time and place for both, I think. Yeah. But the value for sure for me is like that the handstands have kind of become a time to be fully present. And if you're lucky, you could catch a flow state for a minute, you know? Right, right. Yeah. What I'm hearing is like a lot of intentionality, like moving at a pace that like feels good for you or like the pace that you want to be moving at instead of just like defaulting to this kind of like go, go, go kind of mentality. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's like, it's just a mentality and it's like, there's room for all the different speeds and types of things but I think at one point or another it's like yeah slowing down especially like this day and age where like there's so much coming at you whether it's through your phone or just out out in the world in traffic you know that yeah that I feel like that's just for me personally what's very valuable yeah yeah um yeah and I feel like whenever I am like around you like i like you, you in particular, I think have an influence on people because of your presence and because of your ability to kind of like, just be in the moment. And I noticed that like, that kind of pulls me like into like, okay, I'm here, I'm at the beach, I'm chilling, you know, um, which is kind of interesting to like, think about. Cause that there's like a, oh my gosh, what is it? I think it's like, they're called like mirror neurons and like in our brains when, we're when we're seeing somebody else in like a different state our brain kind of imagines Mm -hmm. like what it is to be in that state so like humans regulate each other right and so like if you come in and you're calm and present like you're gonna have that impact and that effect on other people to like feel safe to like do that too 
yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like nobody's like a master, right? Like we're going to go through our like emotions and our highs and lows and everything like that. But yeah, it's like at the beach, like that's our, almost our sanctuary, right? Mm. So it's like our place where we can train, our place where we have kind of community that's like supportive and like we'll challenge each other right but also we'll just support each other like you don't got to do nothing today if your body needs to rest right right so like just that type of space is great and some people are in a rush they got to dash that day but it's i feel like that's the beautiful thing about the spot and the people is just like everyone can come and go but it's kind of just that little safe space for everybody yeah yeah that is cool yeah um and then so now you I mean I'm it's been fun watching you all year doing your um handstand a day and I'm wondering if you can talk about that a little bit (laughs) oh you know what just like on the new year I was like just getting back on uh, social media and stuff and I was like really getting into a good groove training handstands and uh, I was just like, why not just do one every day and be able to kind of see throughout this year, like what it looks like, mm. you know, if there's progress and stuff. And some days it's like, oh, I don't even want to film one, whatever. But I kind of just committed to it. So it's a little bit of the accountability and just kind of seeing a visual body of work over time. I don't think I'm going to do it next year because I don't yeah. I don't think I want to have the pressure to like get a video every day. Right. But it's, you know, it's definitely that was kind of the intention was just like, I'm probably going to be doing some form of training every day. And if not, the handstands like doable. Right. Right. So just to kind of see that. And I think maybe like a year or two ago, I was learning how to press the handstand. So kind of trying to make it a point to see if I could just, continue with this skill even if it's like you know just doing one on a day and kind of right. just seeing how it how it goes over the year yeah so there's like two months left or so and I'm like man sometimes it feels like the days are flying and sometimes I'm like man this is a lot <laughs> yeah it is, it is a lot it's like very impressive and it's been so fun to see like when you broke 300 I like I was like yeah you're so close like you're all you're almost there yeah. um and I I wonder like have you noticed any like changes I don't know like mentally or physically or anything like as you've been doing that throughout the year I feel like it's just I feel like sometimes like the consistency will fool you because some days you're a little tired you did a different type of workout the other day and you're just like man this is hard but then if you look over the longer scope of time it's like that consistency pays off some days ebb and flow Sure. But like in the beginning, it's like you're going to press up once a day, maybe two, three times a day. And then you find yourself trying to get a good video and you're doing like 12 press up handstand. So it just, you know, it's uh, I think the consistency is really just the key and like kind of keeping it fun in a way, you know, finding different places to do the video. And that's right. the beauty of the bodyweight training is you can kind of do it at anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah I mean I think sometimes it's like a drag to do it but it's like just staying consistent is yeah yeah the biggest thing I've talked about this book a lot before but Atomic Habits have you ever read that 
I don't know if you read. I don't read. I've like gotten like <laughs> the gist of it, I think. Yeah. I mean, you basically just had the gist of it. It's like that, that the consistency is what matters. Like, even if you show up and do it bad, or even if you show up and do it for like a minute, but like the fact is that you showed up and like that consistency is what pays off over time. Yeah. I think really just trying to build a habit that's sustainable, right. Is really the key because some people will try to go extreme and then burn out. So I think it's really, yeah. And that's one thing I'm learning too, about doing the video every single day. It's like some days you feel like, Oh man, like I just forgot to, film or whatever so you got to do one at 11 p.m before midnight comes <laughs> so but that's like the accountability factor too so i feel like it's just like uh, it's a bit of a double-edged sword but i think mm-hmm. just the habit and like obviously us training at the beach and stuff makes it very pleasant so yeah. we're like kind of going to like paradise <laughs> yeah. to do our thing so right. there's no uh reason to complain <laughs> yeah no for sure yeah, it's a privilege yeah it, yeah it's definitely a privilege and yeah I think there's something to that like I hear it sounds like very sacred the way that you talk about the beach and training and like being with people and so like I appreciate that and I feel like that's something that I'll kind of take away is that like what what you're doing like should have some kind of like or it should, it doesn't have to, but it's nice if you can help it feel like, like it's really important. Like it really matters because it does. And it's yeah. all presents. And, yeah. and I think one of the things I don't know about you, but like for kind of our like beach family in a way, it's like, I feel like we're going there because we have this like common passion for not only like just being outside and watching the sunset and putting our feet in the water and the sand and moving. Right. But like, okay, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I guess having the, the community aspect is like, just makes it that much greater. Right. You know? Yeah. Because we're always kind of connecting and catching up with each other. So we like kind of kill two birds with one stone where we're kind of like, everyone has enough space, I think, to just fully be themselves. And if they need to go do their own workout, like, you won't really be bothered, but everyone's there. Like if you need the support or you need a little push. Right. So I feel like it's just like a really a beautiful community we have there. And it's like, yeah, that just makes it even more special. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I think being able, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think that's kind of the reason that people even, uh, this is a total tangent, but like go to church or like have a religious, like whatever. It's like, they have that opportunity to like do do or be a part of something like bigger than themselves and like with other people that like yeah. care too so yeah I think that really just like is the icing on the cake right because some people they could work out like in their garage or something like that and you know maybe for the mindset like some and I'll be honest like sometimes the solo workout or like the run on the beach like by yourself it sometimes you need that right but I think overall like just having that space is yeah it is a sacred place and like we're all going there to kind of just be (laughs) just tap in and be yeah so I think that's yeah that's just just special Yeah. yeah yeah and um wow so let's say somebody is kind of like they want to get into movement they're feeling like a little bit unsure or like maybe yeah disconnected from themselves like do you have any kind of like Mm, like what would you want to say to them 
I mean, I feel like you just have to like kind of try things and start your journey and put yourself in different places where maybe you find that community, you know, and just, yeah, kind of exploring like what's out there. Cause some people love to lift weights. Some people love to just go for a walk. There's like really no right or wrong. I think it's just to explore things and to find what, what moves you. That's your podcast, right? Hey. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. like, you know, it's, it's physical, but it's also like spiritual, right? Like what, what makes you kind of feel alive or feel strong or be present, you know, whatever that may be. I think for some people it could be painting. It could be something else, but I think sometimes there's a physicality to any like activity, right? For sure. So we just happen to love like the actual, you know, right the actual body like you love to dance so there's like really no limitation I think it's just about exploring different things and like maybe meeting the right people that are kind of gonna welcome you in or resonate with you you know right so I feel like there's like no right or wrong on the journey but to just kind of move at a pace that you're kind of comfortable with yeah you know and then from there you push your comfort zone a little bit if if you want, you know, I feel like there's right. just so many, there's so many options. It's kind of just like people just have to go on their journey and just start, start where you are, start with the walk, mm. start doing like body weight squats. You know, there's always like a, a progression for whatever you might visualize yourself doing, you know? Right. Right. Um, Oh my gosh. I had a question that was going to oops, be related to that. Oh, you said um, going at a pace that you're comfortable with. How. Hmm, I'm like, how did you do that? Because I hear, I mean, you talked about like slowing down with your older family members and like doing it in that way, but like people might not know like what their pace is. So if you have any insights on that. Well, I th- think it's just, like starting and not like trying to overwhelm yourself, I guess, because so many people are going to see a finished product. They're going to see someone at a super high level. They're going to see like the rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger and think like, you know, this like why even start now, but anything refined to a high level is built almost over like decades. Right. So it's like, you just kind of have to like love that process. Cause like for everyone, the milestones are different right and like everyone's starting point is different and um everyone's background is different some people were like high level athletes and then they're transitioning to something else so their like speed and progress is really just going to be different so i feel like it's just like kind of respecting yourself and starting the journey and then along that path i feel like you'll find modes where you want to see what you're made of and you'll push yourself in certain ways right but i feel like it's all personal like it's all different some people are pushing themselves to lift more weight to run farther you know some people are pushing themselves to just stretch right because <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the sure. neglected part of the routine right so sure it just yeah it just depends but i think yeah starting from wherever you're at and to see where it takes you right like right. you could always say this this exercise this type of fitness this is not for me and just trying things until you find something that kind of fits your lifestyle or you know is 
is uh, something, yeah, that you're able to sustain and also enjoy. I mean, I think yes. that's a part of it because some people, I guess it's it's a different outlook because some people will say, do the things you hate to benefit from them in a way. But I think if you can kind of change how you view that and see it as a privilege to do, then it's like you're like looking forward to being able to do this every day, not kind of dreading it. Right. Like sometimes I feel like people see the gym as like a punishment mm-hmm. or something like that. Yes. Because maybe you do want to push yourself to a point into like the pain territory, you know what I mean? Just right. to build muscle, whatever the goal is, but it's still a privilege. Right. And to be able right. to push and challenge yourself means you're like physically, mentally strong and able to try to move the bar further right right so right but i feel like getting caught up in it's like yeah very personal and like it's super cliche but it's like you have to kind of just view where you were at a month ago a year ago to see your progress you're not you don't really need to be like chasing lebron james you know right, I mean? right. <laughs> you've yeah. been doing it a while yeah. right <laughs> dang but it's so- it's hard it's yeah it's hard to do but yeah yeah, no, for sure. No, but that's beautiful. And and you're not, I mean, it's so funny when you start to talk to people and like ask them, you know, like, what, what would you say to somebody? It's all not, it's not always, but like a lot of times people are like, don't compare yourself to other people. And like, it's that simple. Yeah. Just like focus yeah. on your journey and what you're doing. And that's it's what- a simple concept, like difficult in execution though. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yay. Oh my gosh. Well, this was really a great conversation so thank you for coming on um oh yeah no problem cool to have the combo and zoom instead of at the beach so yeah i know it's a little funky um um do you have anything like exciting coming up that you're like looking forward to later today beach workout hey yo (laughs) yeah um i won't be out there because i'm work but you know I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, catch you sooner than later for sure. Yeah, right? for sure. And um to wrap it up, any final thoughts, anything that you want to leave the people with? Um just move at your own pace like, you know, for all the people for you. Appreciate you, you know. See you soon. But yeah, just move at your own pace. It's like a privilege to move like you don't have to be some sort of extreme athlete and do anything wild, just do whatever you want. And if you want to be an extreme athlete, then ramp up the workouts little by little, yeah. like, you know, it's all good. Whatever you want to do is cool. Right. I think that's really the key. I think it's kind of, where do you see yourself? How do you view yourself? And like, then taking the steps to achieve those goals or to be that person or to do that handstand or to lift that weight you know what I mean I think it really starts like out a little bit like with the self-concept and then just take the first step right Mm. just keep stepping every day and you could shift directions if that you know being Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't for you that's okay you can go for a run now right so yeah I think just remember it's just a privilege to move and just to continue to do it in whatever way Mm. is enjoyable I think that's really the key because we don't need to like have the David Goggins mentality of like harder go harder like I think I think some people do maybe they need the push or whatever but I think it's really important just to remember it's just a privilege to move 
Right. So if you're able and you would like to, and you, what do you see yourself doing? Do you want to be doing like some splits, some yoga pose, like lifting heavy objects, you know what I mean? Then, <laughs> then yeah, just start the training right. with something that's doable at the moment, you know, and just keep doing it. Cause yeah. I think yeah, over time, the consistency will just, you know, the results will speak for themselves over time. It's just yes. like, you have to fall in love with the journey because like, we know people at so many different levels and it's like when you know someone at like the highest level, I feel like it's just always super important to remember like that everyone's different. And also like, what did it take them to get there? Like, I think we all know right. Caesar Sosa. Oh my gosh. And we've known him for a long time. And then that he is a special person, but he also is an extremely hard worker and extremely disciplined. Right. So like, He's starting a few steps ahead, but his like the framework and the work ethic and all these things, I feel like if you do want to achieve a certain level, like that's a baseline requirement, right? Yeah, totally. So, but it's easy to get like caught up in seeing someone like that. Oh, should I even start? It's going to take years. So I feel like you really have to just start to train and start with like, what's the like near term possibility, near term goal and like you'll be surprised over time. I feel like where you end up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Ah, wow. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on, especially so last minute. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate you. Um, and yeah, so I will see you at the beach soon and to everybody who tuned in, thank you for listening to another episode of what moves us. Be sure to give it a like or share it with somebody because that helps me. So yay. <laughs> cool. All right, Garrett. Well, thank you so much. Michelle, thank you for having me. I'll get you soon. Yep. See ya. All right, peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the What Moves Us podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe for more, and check out my website at reinamovement.com, R-E-I-N-A movement.com. Thank you.